The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not, not lose. lose. Yes, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. He's a DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Today, we're bringing you back inside the locker room where we talk about the topics in and around the game. You ready to do this, MH? Yes, sir. All right, man. Today, we're going to talk about a legend, and he's just keep making history, man. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about Coach Mike Tomlin, man. All right, so starting out, Let's just give a hand clap if we can. Can we give a hand clap to my Steelers? Eight and O, coming out of a crazy season here. We got to give it up. You know, we got to give a little respect to that, right? Can we start off and get a hand clap? Yeah, we can do something. Okay. A little. All right, come, a little love for him, a little love for him. But um, enough about that. We definitely want to give flowers to Tomlin, man. So, man, what are your what are your initial when I say Mike Tomlin, man? What's the first thing that that you think about? A uh, ball coach, man. Ball coach, huh? Uh, a real life ball coach, real, like like the videos we've seen on YouTube and shit. Yeah. <laughs> all Man. all elements of it, though, right? He has every flavor of it. He's got a lot of flavors, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a he's a ball coach. Every time I hear him speak and <laughs> look in his eyes, it'd be like a coach that I would want to play for. He's a ball coach. Nah, and it's so funny. I've heard someone <laughs> mention him. Like, he's definitely got a career in TV after he's done. I, th- I think so. Because uh, who someone, I think it was actually Tony Dungy said he talks in eight-second uh, eight sound clips. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious, and I, I'm glad you, you hit on that. Because right? one of the things that he does is, like, it's almost almost like a Stephen A. Smith type of, like, Oh, uh, don't way, do that. I mean, I, I get the it. The way you play with words, words. kind of. Yes. So somebody can be like, you know, I kind of watch his Tuesday pressers uh, because, A, I like to hear what he's talking about the next team's opponent because right. he gives like a in-depth scouting report. And totally then, in depth, right? Yeah. He broke it down. And-, <laughs> and then he talks about his like team's injuries. Mm-hmm. And the way he just delivers the message is like super unique. So like a normal coach would be like, you know, they'll ask, hey, is player A and B hurt or whatever? And they'll say, you know, we'll see how practice week goes. Um, and then see if he's available to play on Sunday. <laughs> they asked Mike Tomlin that, and he was like, "Well, we'll, we'll let the, we'll let the guy of his participation in this week's uh, uh, preparation. Preparation, you uh, know, we'll let we'll let that be a guy to determine the uh, <laughs> if and when he shall participate in the competition, in the competition. on Heinz Field." <laughs> <laughs> as, lo- as long as he's el- able to elevate at the level that we need him to to you know be sufficient <laughs> as long as these things are duly noted <laughs> he will pontificate on the field come sunday like what <laughs> <laughs> we'll be that we'll use that as our guide for her participation <laughs> what? i just is he gonna play or not coach <laughs> right just he's not gonna practice this week right yeah no, so he's definitely got a future in football. But um, eight and eight already coming in the season, and you just told me it's like a record, right? It's um eight and eight, eight, no, eight I mean eight and oh, eight and oh, starting off, like at this point, he's already locked down a winning another winning season. At least, yep, at least not a definitely not a losing one. Not de- definitely not a losing season, right? And now that's he has a streak of fourteen straight years. 
Wow. So that ties Mari Schottenheimer as the longest uh, streak to start an NFL career, coaching career, uh, as having a, you know, non-losing record at least. Dang. So. That boy good. Yeah. <laughs> that boy good. It's really good. No, and I mean, but he's been through it though, right? Like, looking through <laughs> all the places he's been, like, I didn't even, well, I don't know why it was relevant to you. So I, <laughs> it talks a little bit about his history. And he was a Kappa. <laughs> I mean, and you said that, that makes sense. I'm it like, makes a lot of sense. how does that make sense? Uh, I mean, Mike Tomlin has a certain, he got a certain like demeanor about himself. He got the uh, Ray Bands on on the sideline. Every other coach just got regular <laughs> sunglasses on. He's got the aviator. For some reason, he's got like a unique chin strip lineup. His, his Chris lineup was always super Chris. Like coach, the chin you, strap all the way down, like Chris, clean. Coach, you got a hat on half the time, or <laughs> he's always like clean, super clean. So I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But I never seen him wiggle at the podium, though. <laughs> throw him nah, a cane, nah. huh? You say th- somebody need to throw him a cane <laughs> during the season of competition. I don't participate <laughs> in those activities, you know, that are not commensurate to where we need to go in the goal of winning a football game. <laughs> Oh man, that's what's up. We should have watched some more clips of him we just to get just to get hyped just before get- this. <laughs> get, get motivated. But that's another thing, though. He's a motivational coach. I mean, like people love playing for him. Like you hear, you know, you don't hear. He's a what they call a players' coach. Exactly. He is definitely a players' coach. And and I mean, and to that point, shout out to him. You know, we've he got criticized early for. Uh, you know, some of Antonio Brown's antics and how he let that happen. And right. obviously, Le'Veon Bell had his own, um, you know, ordeal with contract-wise. But shout-out to him to kind of keep everything together because, I mean, just up until recently, we haven't really seen A.B. play for anybody else, but he was still producing for, for Pittsburgh. So Mike Tomlin had to be doing something right to kind of keep everything. Had the hat, had the hat on it for yeah. however many years, right? right? And then just was like, all right, enough's enough, man. Like, right. kick rocks. right. And and you like the um, Le'Veon Bell thing wasn't really an issue. It was money thing. He was, was like, oh, I want to do some money, and like you right. can't dispute somebody for that, right? But to still keep control of the locker room and everybody, like you never heard anyone say, like um, President, right? Like he's leaving the Jets, and he's saying how terrible it is at the Jets, correct? And then other people were like, no, like it's fucking terrible there, correct? And you don't hear that, so no, you got to give him kudos to, to be able to keep a locker room and, and be a a player's coach. All right. I mean, and, and, and shout out to your organization as well as, as a Steelers fan. You know, they don't really jump around coaches a lot. You know, they they go through the – when they do select a coach, I don't even know how many coaches they've had. I can only think of, like, three coaches in their whole tenure from Chuck Knoll to Bill Cowher to, you know, Mike Tomlin, and that's pretty much been the coaches throughout the – you know, from the still current era until now. And that's only three coaches over, like, four or five decades. Right. Right, so I mean, they do a good job of uh, obviously knowing what they're looking for, and then they hire those guys young. So each one of those guys would have been hired at you know in their thirties. Um, that's and, crazy, and that's a it's a top of the line franchise, so. and it's a testament, like you said, to the organization for right? sure. So it's it's so weird that the Rooney Rule comes from that organization, One thousand percent, and we got it right mm-hmm. with him, and because it was so funny after you look at his streak. That there was a time when they were like, oh, you know, should we let him go? Because, like, yeah. getting to the playoffs wasn't enough. And it's like, right. hold on. Having winning seasons wasn't enough. And it's like, what? You're going to let that go for, for what? What's out there now? 
Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and what's crazy, and I, I don't know if this is, you know, a black white thing, but it's something worth mentioning. So mm-hmm. when, when Bill Cowher uh, got the job, I think he was 34. Yeah. And he, you know, when, when a coach comes in, you want to kind of bring your own assistants on. Like you want your to bring team. your team on. Yeah. You want to, you know, you got a vision. You want to execute that vision. So Bill Cowher let go of everybody except for maybe one, I think, coach that I saw. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Tomlin, he came on with obviously Mike Tomlin's a defensive coach. Right. So he came from the Tampa Bay tree. I mentioned my favorite coach is Tony Dungy. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Tony Dungy. So shout out to Tony Dungy. So he came from that, that, that kind of tree. Right. Yes. Um, so there's a certain style that they want to, you know, establish. Obviously he learned under Tony Dungy. So they have a certain style of way to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the hall of famer coach and hall of famer player, Dick LeBeau was still on the Pittsburgh Steelers staff. You know, I, I don't know if it was like he's Tommy, saying you got, yeah, you got, you got right, to keep him. Right. But, you know, obviously their philosophies were probably different. So, so shout out to Mike Tomlin for adapting, adapting. Exactly. Because you're right. You don't know what he got. Like, I mean, it's not not Dick LeBeau's a Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. it's he not wasn't the worst anybody. thing to have. Yeah. Although at the same time, it's like when I. This is supposed to be my thing. This is my yeah. You go, you like Harpo. This is my Jujong, right? <laughs> right. So um, he should be able to create his own dynamic, and then also not have to feel like he's uh, what's that walking on thin ice, All right? Because like you know the the deep, even though he's like you said a defensive line, but this guy has tenure, and like every I know everybody that played defense with the Steelers loved Dick LeBeau. for like, sure loves him. You know what I mean? Sure. So no, that's definitely a testament to him. And you know you did talk about him coming from the Tony Dungy tree yeah and that was another record that he broke right like so yep. tony dungy had the record i think for black coaches for black coaches winnings, winnings winnings. For black coaches. so he just just passed tony dungy and you know however you feel about that i think uh you know we're at an era like i'm sure coach tomlin just wants to be you know referred to as a coach obviously he's a black coach and i know he he's a proud black man but i he's just a football coach you correct know, you don't say vince lombardi is the most winning is white coach. I don't even know who it is. Right? <laughs> right. You don't say Bill Walsh is leading for the white coaches wins or, you know, Belichick. You just say coaches. So um, I, I guess however you feel about that, I think it's still, you know, something that we need to, to your point, recognize that he's doing. And it's a tough situation, right? Because it's like it is something. And the fact that we're still talking, talking about it, that it is something means it is something, right? For sure. Um, let's do the count, right? There's only – Three of them. Hold yeah. on. What did we did the count again? We let's, did the count. So obviously Mike Tomlin with the Steelers. Steelers. I think the teams are easier because yeah. I'm a butcher name. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm a butcher True. name. Florida, Brian Flores with the Dolphins. Dolphins. And then the Chargers um, cat. Uh, the Anthony, Char- Anthony Lynn. Lynn. That's it. That's the that's that's the start of the season. And now we got like interim coaches because of firing. So like Which doesn't count, but it's like Yeah, so it's uh, almost kinda like what do you not pandering? Is it pandering where you just kinda like, oh here you go, here. Yeah, just, I mean you can like, hold, uh, drive it for a little bit and right. we'll see if you the head coach at the end of the season. So Hey, thanks for what you did, man. We're gonna go ahead and run with this little young cat who's an offensive yeah, coordinator. Correct. Cause I think it's we're still offensive coordinator, right? Because the league always changed, right? You had uh yeah, it's, 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 you know, you had uh what's the guy forty nineers was an offensive genius, so he became head coach, Sean McVay, yeah, yeah. offensive genius. So we're still offensive people, I got right? The Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. So but it's, it's still there. I mean Raheem Morris is one of those guys that hold an interim spot with the Falcons. And, and what's think, he he's one and one right now? Uh, yeah, I think so. They, they won last week. I think so. Yeah. Would you, you know, so after the president election, which everybody was wondering, like, oh God, don't let us lose this in the fourth quarter. <laughs> right, right. 
Hey, he was doing something in Atlanta. He Atlanta was doing something. Was doing hey, he got it, got it going they, on. They actually finished the game this time. They finished the game. <laughs> they twenty eight to three. They go ahead and kick that field goal. Made it thirty one three. Done. It done. And done. done. Out there. So yeah, you know, hopefully he he rides out and you know he gets an opportunity. He gets looked at. Yeah. And then uh, what's the other guy we just talked about? Romeo uh, Cornell. Romeo. Yep. Gets another Texans. another look at it. Right. He's had his bouts at it. Yeah. Now. I mean, being the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, man, you always set up to fail. It was the Browns, right? Was one of the yeah, teams because he had he had mm-hmm. a couple of shots at it. Mm-hmm. But man, like that's like set me up for failure, man. Yeah, and you know he's to your your point earlier. He's a he's a defensive guy. He's an older defensive guy. Right. So you know we'll see what fad the league is in right now. Raheem Morris, you know, not to jump off Romeo, but Raheem Morris was a young head coach, similar to Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. with the. Uh, Washington, no, Tampa Bay. He was with Tampa Bay. Um, and then he got fired, and he was a defensive coach, but then he went to Atlanta and became a wide receivers coach and, like, developed his game from the offensive side of the ball. So, Which is a good look for him. So he's got experience on both sides of the ball. He, was, to, to me, seems like a perfect candidate to have his own job. So I'm really, you know, I don't hope the Falcons don't do too great. Um, because they're in the NFC, and we need a couple playoff spots for the Cowboys to get into. <laughs> but oh my god! But, Every uh, time I hope, I we talk it's... about football, he got to bring Rocky Marciano out his ass. Nah, the Cowboys are done. The Cowboys, is, but you know what? They're not done, which is still kind of bad, bad situation. Yeah, I don't know if because that's good or the because yeah. the NFL did talk about like if they stop playing games to let two more teams, <laughs> which they've already expanded. So let's let's yeah, that's true. Back to focus. Back to Tom, man. <laughs> Want to get us man his flowers For while sure. he's here. Sure. Um, just to, and I think the biggest thing was, we talked about it briefly, was the Antonio Brown thing. I don't think he gets enough credit because it was like one of those things where they're like, oh, what's going on in his locker room? You know, Tom doesn't have control because he's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my boy's and that, doing. And that's the code word, the control part. The control, mm-hmm. right? That, you know. Nigga slave that, you know, get yeah. your get your boys. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tommy didn't say anything. He just kinda, you know, let it go. <laughs> we move forward with the current agenda that's on our platform. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these things we see to be evident, you know, that, you know, it's just as our time and everybody has a time and when that time is up, you know, tick tock. <laughs> <laughs> it is Mike Tomlin ways. But nah, he doesn't get a he doesn't get enough credit for that. I think he allowed Antonio Brown to be Antonio Brown, but obviously that got the best production. And let's not kid ourselves. This is the league of production. You get facts. That's <laughs> why Antonio's on a team right now. Correct. You get paid by wins and you lose your job if you lose. Right. So um, he did what he had to do um, for him to succeed. Um, and so, yeah. And not only that, man, um, he's just been consistent. Like, yeah. We lost Ben last year. We were winning games with someone called Duck as our quarterback. Duck Hodges. <laughs> so, yep. like, putting putting those elements together, man, just just definitely want to give him his flowers. And I don't want to all just beat up on Antonio Brown. Like, the quarterback has had his own issues as well, too. So, oh, 100%. And this is all been, like, so let's, I'm not going to, you know, you know, shit on Antonio Brown and not mention what's going on with the quarterback there. And, I mean, it was to the fact where, you know, Lyman didn't want to block for him. Right, like there yeah. were serious concerns in Correct. that locker room mm-hmm. um, with that, and he's managed through all of that. Yeah, he's managed through all of it, and to put a a consistent um, 
you know, good yeah. product on product the field. on the field. Absolutely. Yeah. He's done it. So, yeah, man, just want to give him his files, man. You got any kind of shout-outs for your twin, man? Your your your, <laughs> your, your Omar Epps twin? <laughs> I mean, I wish I could still grow hair like he can. I don't know what juices and berries he was using. Uh, he got that LeBron product going yeah, on? Yeah, man, he's not stressing at all. He don't have no grays, nothing. So, uh, oh, nah, he has man. no grays. I don't know if that's all natural. You got but, some just for men going on. <laughs> but he don't have any grades, man. So, no, shout out to Mike Tomlin. I, I, obviously, the Steelers and Cowboys is a traditional rivalry. But, you know, Mike Tomlin. Is it still a rivalry? Yeah. I mean, those are, those are two of the is it? premier franchises. I mean, you got them. Cowboys, Steelers, probably Packers. Okay. 49ers, maybe. I don't know. Those okay. are those are probably like the elite franchises. Okay. Still. Still. Raiders. All right. They're, they're, they're there. So, you know, I think it's a. I think it's. I think <laughs> you, it's can't, you can't even keep a straight face trying to say that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, hey, you know what it is, man. You got to give them his flowers, man. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is. So listen, man, shout out to Mike. Man, we hope you have a continued success, you know, rest of the season. Sure. Being being a good blueprint, you know, because we definitely talk about um, black coaches, right? And so lead by example, you know, it's definitely good to see him as a shining example, how to do it right, how to build something. So yeah, I think that's definitely a great and, look. And, and, you know, we mentioned Tony Dungy, but shout out again to Tony Dungy, who's really created that, that, that large tree. Yeah. Um, of successful black coaches and you know Mike Tomlin is one of them uh there's a there's others that we can name that is a part of that tree and that's had success as well so you know shout out to really Tony Dungy as well there it is man well hey we definitely hope you enjoyed us giving him his flowers man we just um had to salute him um and just as 14 undefeated I mean excuse me 14 consecutive seasons um it's just a testament of his kind of what he's done. That's a long time in NFL and the NFL present day NFL where contracts, you know, player mobility starting to move. Oh yeah. Like obviously Andrea, you know, think about how many great receivers have been with, (laughs) with the Steelers throughout the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a testament for, to, to Mike Tomlin for sure. Absolutely. So, Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show, man. Please always give us your feedback, comment, um, Follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are Black in Sports. And then also on uh, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, wherever you listen to podcasts, check us out. Uh, stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got is sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming you're rooting for everybody in black. Uh-huh, yeah Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yo, 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 yo Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spat about to racks on handmade new rags Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.